Hey everyone, welcome back to Takeout. It's Steven, and I know it's been a while since we released an episode, but I felt like I wanted to release an episode talking about my reactions um, and my feelings to uh, the recent wave in anti-Asian racism, um, and more specifically, the Atlanta shooting that just occurred yesterday. Um, and I wanted to do this episode for myself um, because I really wanted to document my reaction, my emotions, um, and my thoughts to this wave of hate, um, but also for anyone who wants to hear the perspective and the feelings of an Asian American. Um, so excuse me if my voice is uh, shaky, and if I stutter a lot in this episode, this is very much a lot of the raw emotions that I have um, kind of being expressed in a monologue format. Um, so yeah, I guess to start, I'll, I'll address you know how I've been doing um, during these times. Um, and I think, you know, for me, I think I've been doing as well as I can be. Um, I think fortunately for me, I haven't faced any, um, extreme racism or discrimination or harassment, um, in recent months or in this past year. But I will say, you know, there is still, um, times where I'm stared at because I'm Asian. And the fact that there isn't anything more than that is something I'm grateful for. But, um, something that other Asian Americans are not so lucky to have experienced. Um, so I think that, you know, obviously caveating that, like, I've been doing as well as I can, but in terms of how I feel about um, how other Asian Americans are being treated, obviously I'm very frustrated, I'm very disappointed, I'm very saddened um, to see all of these racist acts committed on um, my fellow brothers and sisters in the AAPI community. And I think to this point, at this point, you know, um, there's a, a certain degree of numbness that has developed within me um, and potentially within other Asians in the community where each additional crime um, doesn't have that same reaction as it used to. Um, and as, and that's terrible, um, but it's largely because there's just so many, you know, racist and um, hateful crimes being committed against Asian Americans. And I think that at some point, you know, it's so hard to maintain levels of um, sadness and anger all the time. And so at some point, you know, uh, it's come to the, the extent of which, you know, that these feelings or these these incidents are numbing to me. Um, and so I think that that is really disappointing and really saddening for me um, to be experiencing that numbness. Um, and so I think that that is... Um, hopefully something that, you know, I can continue to, um, take note of and be, be transparent with myself that these crimes should not be tolerable, um, and that they should definitely not continue going forward. Um, but I guess from there, you know, obviously, um, I feel pretty bad about this whole situation, but, you know, let's, there's obviously a lot of context that we do want to establish, um, so I think there was a study um, published that in 2020, while, you know, overall crime rates in America decreased by about 7%, um, crime rates and hate crimes specifically against Asian Americans has increased by 150%. Um, and I think in recent months, you know, these crimes have grown more severe. Um, so one of the early ones was the death of 84-year-old Vicha Ratanapakdi. Um, who was a Thai man who was pushed and shoved over and then died later on due to brain hemorrhages. Um, 
And so obviously this is one of the earlier incidents, um, but that's not to say that that was the only incident. And I think, um, you know, as we can see yesterday's Atlanta shooting is just another uh, manifestation of this hatred and this discrimination towards Asians. Um, and so obviously, you know, Asians have been going through a lot recently and specifically Asian American elderly, which is something I wanted to talk about in terms of my reaction to those things. Um, I think my initial reaction to Asian American elderly being attacked is one of just confusion and one of just utter disgust. Um, and the reason why I feel this way is because, you know, when you think about it, like, I feel like elderly should be respected amongst any culture and eth any ethnic group. Um, and attack on an elderly person of any race or ethnicity um, would never be excusable and would, uh, would be viewed universally as something very heinous and deplorable. Um, yet, a lot of the attacks on Asian Americans in recent times have been targeted towards the elderly, which is something that is something so confusing and shocking that I don't really know how to put it into words, but at the same time is just not understandable because, you know, the elderly are, for the most part, defenseless, um, and picking on them is something that I feel like is something only the worst people would do. And um, I think that this kind of manifested um, in my own family. So I think about a few weeks ago, we were celebrating um, my grandmother's birthday. And she was over for dinner. And afterwards, it, I was responsible for driving her home. Um, and I remember, you know, at the time, after I dropped her off and sent and sent her back to her room, um, I had to remind her to stay safe on the streets and to be aware of her surroundings and to always travel with a buddy. Um, and I think the fact that I need to remind my grandmother that she needs to be careful on the streets um, because Asian elderly people are being targeted and attacked is in itself already so terrible and so disappointing. Um, because there should never be a point in time where any, any ethnic group and any person needs to remind their grandparents or the elderly that they need to be extra cautious on the street. Because it's just so disgusting to me that Asian American elderly or elderly in general could be targeted in the first place. And I think that that is um, so disappointing um, because at the time I didn't really think much of it. But now that I reflect on it, it goes to show how bad things have gotten for the Asian American community and how painful it is for us to have to remind our grandparents, especially around Lunar New Year and a time of celebration, that they also need to be careful um, and to be extremely hyper aware of their surroundings um, and to hopefully not get hurt. And so I think that that is something that I have realized in recent times and is terrible. But I guess something else I've been thinking about lately is, I guess the concept that the Asian American community or the AAPI community has been um, really alone um, in their fight against anti-Asian racism. Um, and I think this is kind of resonated or reflected in the social, in social media, you know? Um, as you browse through Instagram, as you browse through uh, various forms of social media, 
the comment sections are always so divisive. Um, you know, when other ethnic groups comment in support of Asian Americans, um, at the same time, a lot of those people and other ethnic groups will also say things that are divisive on purpose. You know, there will be people in the comment sections of big, big Instagram pages that will basically say all lives matter. Um, and obviously, you know, that's often used as a means of dividing the comment section and dividing the Asian American population against, say, the Black Lives Matter movement. Or it's pitting the Asian Americans against another ethnic group. Um, and I see a lot of other comments saying, you know, uh, targeting the white ethnic population. And I think um, there's a lot of, I guess, people who are using this anti-Asian racism to push their own agenda and to push their own beliefs um, that uh, the Asian Americans need to, I guess, side with one of these other ethnic groups in order to even have an ally, as opposed to everyone allying with the Asian American population um, and supporting us during these terrible times. And I think that 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 divisiveness in, in the comment sections or on social media is something that's been really disappointing to see. Um, and I think that this is the case for even Asians um, in the comment sections or on social media. There will be a lot of Asians who will say, oh, like, look at all of the black community that is doing these crimes against the Asian American population. Um, or they'll say, well, look at the white community who's doing these crimes against the Asian American community. Um, and then you'll see, you know, Asian Americans also arguing amongst themselves about these issues. Um, and I think all this divisiveness is basically the end result is that the Asian American community is on its own. Um, that we don't have any allies because half of the black population is against us and half of it is for us. And same goes for the white population. And those, you know, those numbers are totally arbitrary and total estimates. Um, they're totally random. But it just goes to show that we don't really have a true ally. And a lot of the times during these incidents, um, a lot of the uh, discourse between the rest of the population is so divided um, when it would be nice to just see people uniting to support the Asian American community. Um, and so I think that that has been something that I've noticed and that's something that uh, I hope can change um, because right now the AAPI community really could use some support um, and unity within the community itself. Now, something else that I guess has, has shown that the AAPI community is largely on its own is how law enforcement approaches a lot of the violent crimes or harassment that we've seen in recent times. Um, and, you know, all of these incidents um, are oftentimes reported by major media outlets. Um, but then you'll have the police chiefs or uh, people in charge of various police um, forces come out and say, you know, these aren't hate crimes, or they're doing further investigation into whether these were race related. Um, and for the example of the Atlanta shooting, um, you know, they said that the perpetrator was just having a bad day. And I think that this kind of lack of accountability by the law by law enforcement in America is another reason why these crimes continue to go, um, continue to grow in frequency and continue to um, grow in severity. And I think 
it's crazy to me that, you know, obviously racially motivated incidents are not just called hate crimes, you know, um, or that police forces can just so simply say, you know, the person who committed these crimes was just having a bad day. Um, but they forget to realize that how about all of the victims and their families who are having bad days afterwards? Um, and I think that's something that's really disgusted me the most is that it seems like even though the duty of law enforcement is to protect the people of the United States of America, they selectively protect people within the United States of America. And this is something that has um, been brought up in recent years with the Black Lives Matter movement and now also being seen in the Asian American community as well. And I think that that is something that is disgusting. And I think that's something that's so disappointing because there is no accountability um, on racist people um, from law enforcement. So I guess one of the final things I wanted to talk about is, or I guess a question that I wanted to ask is, at what point is this stuff just not okay? Um, although it seems like the Atlanta shooting is the straw that finally broke the camel's back, so to speak, um, where where a lot of huge figures like LeBron James, Obama, um, and many others are speaking out against Asian American racism or anti-Asian American racism. Um, but at what point does this stuff just need to stop? And at what point is this just too far? Um, it's not like, you know, this Atlanta shooting is the first time Asian Americans have faced racism and discrimination. In fact, we've been facing it for the past year at, at alarmingly high levels. Um, but it seems like, I guess the Atlanta shooting is the only one that the media will portray as a big deal or where bigger figures in America will, will, will acknowledge as this is a huge issue and it needs to be stopped. I think throughout this entire year, Asian Americans have faced harassment, have been profiled, and are in recent months now being assaulted. And to me, there's no, I guess end in sight um, because it just doesn't seem like there is any ally um, in America for the Asian American community and um, that is something that's really hard to take and hard to see but it's also that you know the institutions within America whether that's law enforcement or whether that's people of power don't really acknowledge or address these issues head on and oftentimes try to give smoke screens or excuses or give the benefit of the doubt to many of the people who are committing these crimes. Um, and I think that it's hard for me to imagine any solution and it's hard for me to imagine any way out of this situation. And so I guess, you know, one of the big questions I've had is just at what point does this just need to stop? And at what point do people realize that this is really not okay? You know, it doesn't matter what ethnic group or race you are. Um, at what point, you know, are these attacks on Asian Americans or any other ethnic group for that matter? And what at what point is this hatred in America not okay? Um, and I think that that is something that I've been wrestling with. Um, and I think that a lot of people in America have struggled with. And so I think that that is something that I continue to think about and continue to try to have some optimism for in terms of where America is headed. So I guess 
that's a lot of the feelings and thoughts I've had on recent situations, but I guess there's also so much work to be done still. Um, so I guess, you know, obviously there's the question of what's next. What can we do to prevent this from happening in the future, but also to try to stop this in the current? Um, so one of the things that I think is super important during these times is for people to speak out and to report things you see to the police or news outlets like Next Shark which is an Asian American media outlet, um, or um, reporting it to other organizations within the U.S. or the Ameri- or within the government. And I think that, um, especially for the Asian American community, one that tends to be quiet about these things or to put their head down and just work hard, um, I think that this is something that specifically the Asian American community, but also any allies. Um, should be doing a lot more of, which is speaking out against these things and reporting them. If you see someone who needs help on the street, um, calling the police or helping them out, um, those are all things that we want to be doing to take an active stance against this racism. Um, and I think something else that I think recently is is more important is also donating to organizations who are working to stop this kinds of this kind of racism. So. Um, there's a few of them and I won't list them all, but, you know, for example, like Stop AAPI Hate is a, an organization that um, is basically trying to uh, do reports, but also do investigations and also spread awareness of, you know, the racism that exists towards Asian Americans. Um, and I think if you're not as inclined to donate to organizations, think about donating to a lot of the crowd funds that are that exist for a lot of the families and a lot of the victims who have suffered through a lot of these racist attacks. Um, So those are different ways that you can donate um, if you wish to. Um, And I think that that would go a long way in terms of showing your love um, to the Asian American community. But I think like most importantly, I think is to reach out to your fellow AAPI brothers and sisters. Um, And I don't, I'm sure, you know, a lot of the people listening in this to this podcast are Asian, but um, as an Asian or a non-Asian, I think it's really important that we take time to just check in on how our fellow Asian American brothers and sisters are doing. Um, and I speak for myself, but I believe that many of us in the AAPI community are deeply saddened and frustrated by all of these events. So regardless of whether you're Asian or not, you know, take that time to reach out to those you know and see how they're doing and how their families are doing. And I think if it were me, I would be extremely grateful to those who reach out to me and who wish to hear my perspective and my pain and to just be there to support me. I guess I wanted to end the the podcast with just a very simple section um, to talk about um, the fact that we need to spread love and not hate. Um, And I think that racism should not have a place in this world whatsoever. And it is disappointing to say the very least that it still exists in such an egregious form in the modern day society but i do want to give a shout out to people who have shown love to me and others in the aapi community in recent times and in the past year uh, by saying thank you Um, whether you're a famous person or whether you're just somebody who is speaking out on their social media or using their platform to speak out against racism whatever scale that you are speaking out or um, supporting the Asian American community, I genuinely am so grateful for those actions. 
and what you've been doing. And for me, I wanted to give a special shout out to my brother Pulumi. Um, throughout everything that has gone on from Black Lives Matter to the anti-Asian racism, you've always been there to talk to me, um, allow me to hear your thoughts and perspectives, and also to hear mine. Um, and so I really wanted to give that um, special shout out because those small gestures really mean a lot to me and the small gestures that many people have been taking to support the Asian American community mean a lot to us. And so I guess that's where I wanted to end this episode um, and my thoughts. I, I, I still have faith in the fact that we can change and we can improve as a society Um, it's just been very difficult to see the light at the end of the tunnel recently, and I hope that as these incidents occur, that we can learn from them and ultimately change, um, for the better. Um, so yeah, thanks so much for stopping by to listen to my thoughts. Um, hopefully you can resonate with some of them at least, and maybe you can take some of the things I said and... Um, carry them out in your daily life. So yeah, thanks so much for listening and have a great day, everyone. Stay safe, stay happy, and give the loved ones around you a hug. See ya.